I V M. For IVM Studios, this is Vineet Kanapar live on tape. You're listening to Storytellers and Storysellers. I hope you're all safe in the lockdown and you're washing your hands regularly and helping out around the house. You know, we're entering another week of an unprecedented global lockdown. You know, I was wondering how this show will go on um, once the prolonged lockdown sort of kicks in. But then I realized that podcasting is one of those things that you can do without really needing to be. Um, interacting with anyone else so from self quarantine this is the first ever solo transmission episode of the show today's show is like an experiment it's the first time that i'm talking to you without any guests i'm just here to share my thoughts about things it's also the first time that i'm doing like a semi scripted episode usually i just have an outline that i go by and it's also the first time that i'm recording not in a studio but Uh, not at IVM Studios, but in my house. So, to you, my listeners, it's a warm, warm welcome. It's a space that I share with my wife and two cats, Sophie and Simone. Um, now we've been cooped up here uh, for the past three weeks or so. I'm too scared to go out and get a virus that I all don't already have. So, like many of you and many others around the world, I'm working from home, getting stuff done, being really productive, calls all day, that kind of stuff. Um, my fear is that. Once this is sort of ending, we will all get so good at working from home um, that we may not have to go to office anymore, and WeWork will have the last laugh. Uh, but that's for another day. Uh, today, I want to share with you some observations about this whole big shakeup of the media and entertainment world that the coronavirus has caused. Right? I want to talk to you about what its impact has been like, what it could be on some of the big things like the IPL or the Olympics, and I also want to tell you about the biggest news event in India. that was created because of the coronavirus back on the first ever solo transmission of storytellers and story sellers right after these messages let's start this conversation around uh, the beginning of february right the coronavirus was really raging uh, in china around the world it was um, getting it really badly but in india at that time it really didn't feel like this was a foot right i mean people were going about their lives so was i really i mean we were reading about it but it wasn't really something that was playing on our mind like i was booking tickets to go watch like the peter cat recording company out uh, so it was pretty like chill um in india the first case was reported around the 31st of jan until 10th march we only had about like 10 reported cases right it was only the travel sector that was feeling the pinch was because people were cancelling tickets outside etc um but in entertainment plans were still fairly on for like a big summer right the olympics were still on ipl was still on um movie releases were still on so that's when the government started sort of giving out feelers right shut down movie halls shut down large gatherings trying starting to shut things down but it wasn't until pm modi really came out and spoke to the nation that we really realized at large that it was something that was uh, going to affect us in a big big way right maharashtra was doing its own thing kerala was doing its own thing but it took pm modi to sort of come in to do two national addresses in a short span he tried to calm the country down you know and he offered very sort of sagely but very pointless largely sort of bland advice um but that did not stop him from creating the largest ever uh, news event created in this country right if you look at the numbers demonetization was covered by about 114 channels uh, beamed to about 57 million people the abrogation of article 370 uh, was about 163 channels right the janta curfew was carried by 191 channels to 83 million people wow that's a record right some of some kind but a few days later 
the PM's lockdown transmission that was beamed out by 201 channels to an estimated 197 million people. 201 channels, 197 million people. That bigger platform, staggering, right? We could have expected something better. Anyway, moving to the sports world. Um, even the sports world till about the beginning of March was like, huh, okay, cool. Uh, we'll cancel things. Um, I mean, stuff was getting cancelled in China. There were plans of looking at, oh, okay, let's relook if this this is still possible. Big summer was coming up, right? Olympics, Euros, etc. It was March 11th and 12th. That's when the world of sports and entertainment really uh, sat up and took notice. Right? It is with Daniele Rugani in, at Juventus, the defender uh, contracting COVID-19, um, became sort of a shocking news, like a top-tier uh, Italian footballer getting it. And the NBA cancelling their entire season, right? That was the first time, I think, that uh, that the whole world sort of took notice. March 11th and 12th. It was in March 10th, incidentally, that The Atlantic published an article called cancel everything in view of social distancing and i think the message was finally getting received right up until then the economics was what was being uh, considered right oh is it going to cost so much etc etc but around 10th 11th 12th march the economics went out the window and really saner minds chose health over wealth the sporting world uh, was slow to respond right except for those events in china uh, pretty much every other major or minor event was considered to be on course and up until this time. But once the NBA cancelled its season, many others like just followed suit, right? To the point that at the moment, we don't have a single sporting event or action happening anywhere around the world. Not a single sport. Not golf, not horse racing, not Sepak Takra. Nothing. Personally, it took me like a week or so after European football was called off for it to really sink in, right? Um, even now I get like Manchester United alerts for matches on my Google calendar for matches that will never happen um, and the sporting world did end up sort of taking the right decision a little late and I'm not just saying this because Liverpool not got victory parade it's absolutely the, uh, the right decision should have been taken uh, much earlier did it come too late only time will tell in India though uh, the big question was IPL right what was going to happen now the IPL is really big it's valued at 7 billion dollars it's a massive money spinner. It's so big that there were memes on Twitter that said that the coronavirus will have to take a halt or get cancelled or postponed because the IPL needs to happen, right? But the BCCI was prudent as well. They came here, came around to defer India Ka Tehar to the 15th of April at least. Um, there's going to be a lot of maneuvering uh, that needs to be done to ensure that there are the financial losses out of the coronavirus impact to BCCI are minimized, to IPL are minimized, right? Uh, I mean... Already, they've, they've caused massive change of plans for Disney. Um, the Disney Plus was going to launch in India along with the opening day of IPL on Hotstar. They had brand new branding that's come out. I mean, in, over time, the branding has rolled out. Disney Plus is coming out on the 3rd of April. Uh, but the financial losses of the IPL could be could be something that's very real, right? A very recent report from Sportskeeda says that they're exploring whether to do a truncated version sometime between uh, September and October, just after like the monsoon season. It's an interesting idea, although the T20 World Cup is right there after in October. The choice here really is, is the IPL going to be postponed or is it going to be cancelled? The cost of cancellation is massive. It's about a billion dollars. Depending on uh, what you read, it could be anywhere between 5,000 to 10,000 crore rupees. However, if they are able to pull off like a truncated version, that cost is going to be about $300 million or so. Incidentally, though, the BCCI is expected to be protected against a lot of 
the financial losses that may arise out of uh, this uh, this maneuver because of this force majeure clause right so force majeure is a clause in most legal contracts that allows you protection against acts of god um, earthquakes tsunamis storms and stuff and pandemics for that matter um star as well is expected to be able to pass on a heavy percentage of what might be losses uh, to the advertiser or to or recoup it from the advertiser however there is still a very very real fear of massive losses if the ipl does get cancelled right one of the most more heartening developments though in this whole covid-19 crisis is that most sports franchises have ensured that their players and staff remain paid right um, including the bcci and the ipl and the nba uh, the nba has given players and staff like an entire season's worth of financial cover in case the tournament doesn't return strangely though barcelona and tottenham have cut salaries uh, if reports are to believe are to be believed tottenham hotspur with their manager daniel levy who earns about 7 million pounds a year has cut salaries of non-playing staff by 20% or they have a choice to be furloughed into like the like a government job scheme this is very strange right um, non-paying staff is the common man why would you uh, put the common man uh, throw them under the bus uh, at this time it's a very strange uh, situation to be in it's a time to reflect um, as well right has organized sport sort of become so big is the greed so big behind it first they take their own sweet time trying to figure whether to postpone or cancel or what is it going to happen it it makes you wonder right um, did we like for a while forget that this is about playing a game um, i feel there's a strong case that we can make to return sports to a simpler sort of a simpler more human realm but hey that's just me if you're looking for good news the olympics are back on um, you must have read that they're back on for July 2021 although they will still be called Tokyo 2020 in like a touch of defiance in the face of unfathomable calamity it's a way for the IOC to sort of save face as well to be able to give out a a date uh, so quickly um i'm very happy that uh, that they've been able to do this because i'm a big fan of the olympics while other sort of institutions like the oscars or grammys that have usually been like touchstones of excellence the olympics still remain sort of pure right with this whole amateur athletic and so many countries participating and everyone coming together so i'm just glad it's back on they've been able to come out of the date very very quickly for japan tokyo 2020 is a massive massive reconstruction bet right they've spent about 12 billion dollars um over the last 7 years to try and organize these games and this delay is sure to pinch the pocket a pretty penny <laughs> that's my alliteration game on point for now though the highest profile casualty so far um the olympics not boris johnson or amit shah citation needed is back on course the olympics are delayed by a year but they're back on moving on from sports and i'm sorry for people who don't like sports but i like sports and i like talking about sports moving on from sports and i'm sorry about people who don't like sports i like talking about sports we're now in a time when the most famous entertainers of our generation are sitting at home doing nothing all production everywhere is at a standstill movie releases have been postponed we'll say a little prayer for geo studios uh, angrezi medium it was the last movie pretty much to come out before the lockdown empty halls pretty sad so the producers and consumers of content are all sitting at home at the same time um it's ending up in very interesting media numbers right um in general social media consumption is up 82% um video viewing is up 110% i'm giving you numbers of march over february all of these numbers are from inmobi or nielsen gaming is up over 75% um in terms of usage of apps overall if you look at Uh, the two largest base media bases that we sit on tv or smartphones 
both have seen movements upwards of five, four to six percent, which is massive uh, on these basis. There's also been 25% jumps in video calling and a 25% jump in live video. Time spent on travel, time spent on shopping, etc. has dropped about 10 to 30% depending on reports. Something interesting in terms of behavior that we've uh, observed and I've looked like at a lot of data for COVID, right? The marketing world has responded by creating so much information about COVID right now. An interesting trend that I'm seeing is that uh, people are accessing their entertainment earlier in the day. Um, the 8 to 10 and 10 to 12, and 10 to 12 slots are seeing people access more video, more social media, more gaming. I guess this is where um, all of you smart people are using that commute time very, very wisely. Good on you guys. Uh, but now these celebrities are sitting at home. They're doing some very weird social media stuff. Huh? Uh, this Karin, Katrina Kaif is trying to play uh, Harry Potter with a broom. I don't know what she was doing. Uh, Karthik Aryan, my friend, made the most pointless coronavirus video ever. Um, but there is some very, very amazing native language content uh, that came out. Some great songs. The most popular one being this uh, Hello Con Coronavirus um, by Kushbu and Praveen Uttam. Uh, brands uh, seem to be doing their bit as well. Everyone's trying to like provide relief, uh, create sanitizer, provide vital information. Okay, we are extremely like clean, making sure sanity, uh, not sanity, making sure sanitation, um, but sanity also. Locking down is not fun sometimes. Or they're trying to create sort of motivation for their audiences to stay at home. So brands seem to be doing their bit as well. Um, everyone's trying to provide either relief um, or give out vital information or ensuring like they're creating the motivation and ensuring that uh, their customers, etc., are staying at home. Uh, media spending in the market at this point is down to 8 to 10% of usual March, April spends, right? That's if there would be a hundred uh, rupees spend last March, uh, last March in April. Right now we're looking at about eight to 10 rupees spend, which is not good. Um, for the industry. However, most brands that I'm working with are trying to figure out ways of doing something without a production uh, in place or doing something without spending a lot of money because there's no point in spending any money because there's no retail or delivery. Um, some brands that I'm working with, they are, uh, you know, trying to ensure that whatever they do, um, it has sort of a deeper meaning, right? Um, in these times, it's often that there's an itch to do something, right? It's so irresistible. that brands end up doing those sort of weird logo type, logo change type things, They're very gimmicky type things. Like To me, uh, that feels sort of uh, self-important, but are very, very meaningless, right? Um, as, market, as the marketing community, we need to ask ourselves, is this what we need to create? Is this what has the most impact? Or how do, you, how do we figure out better ways of having an impact through our business and our brands, right? How do we how do we supersize that? Uh, tell me what you guys think, right? Uh, tell me what you thought about the McDonald's separated logo. Should we really be doing this? Uh, I'm at Astraria on all social media and I'd love to hear uh, what you think about this. So what lies next for us? How do we survive this? How do we come back to normal? I mean, I guess that's something that only time will tell. Um, although there are some interesting stories that are coming out of how China is rebounding, especially in terms of the economy. Um, there's something called revenge shopping that's happening in China where people are going out shopping for luxury products after months of not being able to spend, right? But there are also those people who are being super cautious about before venturing out, um, especially in spaces like cinema halls, especially in places like malls where questions like, has someone else who had coronavirus been here? Has this place been completely sanitized stuff like that um, are concerns that will remain as consumers return to normal in India while 
this lockdown is going to go on for a couple more months what's most heartening to see is the use of live video um i've been trying to push live video to as many uh, creators and brands as i can for the past couple of years and it's very cool to see everyone from james blake to samira reddy um go live uh, i think this power of democratic live is something that is a that is a true true revolution in uh, in how we access media and storytelling and content and um, it's great to see its application go up right it's having its moment sort of a silver lining in this whole coronavirus uh, pandemic i mean book my shows put together this thing called live from hq which is very interesting where uh big name singers janita gandhis of the world the indian oceans of the world are uh, singing live from their homes and getting beamed right onto your phone uh so check that out um i feel like uh, zoom call and live video are these two things that uh are going to do quite well after we're done with this crisis in a way and that my friends brings me uh to the end of this episode i wanted to try this experiment with a solo transmission so i hope you liked it um let me know on social media let me know what you what you think what what i could add um uh, let me know other let me know other stuff that um, you think i should talk about uh, all i really wanted to do was give you a sense of uh, the stuff i'm tracking the stuff i'm listening to over the next few weeks i'm going to have a single guest on the show breaking the format desperate times desperate measures eh? and uh, talk to them about uh, about the stuff i talked to them about uh, except i'll also ask them how they're doing uh, in coronavirus um that's it from me on this show before i go my recommendation to you is to go check out tvf's new trailer for panchayat um it's an amazon prime original it's a great show uh, something that i've been exposed to while it was in development and it's got jitu bhaiya it's got vishwapati sarkar and it's got neena gupta it's got something to do with india meeting bharat go check it out now on um amazon prime's youtube that's the end of the show today thank you for tuning in please stay safe wash your hands believe in science and be good to each other till next time this is vinit kanabar <laughs>